in a college football world where many coaches are wanting to talk about Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, and what he does wrong, a couple coaches in the past week or so have come forward and talked about what he's done right. The latest to do so is someone who coached at Colorado. Um, you guys know him as Midnight Mel. Um, Michigan State head coach Mel Tucker discussed what Coach Prime is doing in the portal and why he thinks it's a good thing. I'm going to talk about that and more in today's episode Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked on Buffs. I am your host, Kevin Borber. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about a few different things, um, as usual. Uh, we're going to be talking about what Mel Tucker had to say about Coach Prime and what he's doing in the portal. Um, we finally got some numbers for the Buffs revealed, and I'm going to dive into those, talk about which numbers kind of surprise me, which numbers usually don't surprise me. But when Coach Prime puts such an emphasis on earning your number, um, the best guys getting the top number or the best numbers, like the single digit numbers. Um, I feel like it's important. Um, and then we're going to talk some more about Charles Lester the third because he's on campus. Okay. But without further ado, I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Buster first listen every single day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. So make sure to tune in, like, subscribe, follow it. I appreciate you every step of the way. Okay. Let's talk about Mel Tucker. Um, obviously you guys know him as Midnight Mel. Um, you guys were not thrilled with his, departure after mike mcintyre um he so let me just give you like a breakdown of what happened so we'll start in 2011 john Embry was cook was the head coach went three and ten one eleven the following year they brought in mike mcintyre four and eight two and ten four and nine a ten and four season in 2016 which has kind of been the, the best season for colorado since uh 2001 um or their since their last 10 win season at least. And so they went um, 10 and four, then five and seven, five and six. They brought in Mel Tucker who went five and seven, but it was like a convincing five and seven. It was like a, Oh, okay. Things are going in the right direction. Five and seven. But all of a sudden um, after pledging that he was staying with Colorado, as we all know, um, money talks. And it was talking quite loudly to Mr. Mel Tucker, who ended up taking the job at Michigan state. To each their own. Um, he's now at Michigan State, kind of, kind of on the hot seat. I don't know if, I don't know if his seat's hot, but it's definitely smoldering. It's definitely a little, getting a little toasty. Um, but he was asked about, in which after Mel Tucker left, that led to the dreadful Carl Durrell era that saw them, which they did have a four and two season during the COVID year. So who knows what that year could have been? Um, but Carl Durrell, other than that, was four and thirteen um, in the past couple of years. Uh, so not great, not great. Yeah, four and thirteen, and so sorry, I had to do math in my head real quick. I haven't mathed in a while, so every, every time I have to do math, it gets a little little dicey at times. Um, but they brought in Coach Prime, and now Colorado. While we don't know what the record's going to be, um, we know the on-field product should be a lot better. We know the fan base is a lot more energetic. I would say um, the national attention for sure is magnified times a bajillion. Um, not a real number, but it's magnified times a bajillion. I'll say it again. Because Coach Prime has just brought in so much attention to it. He's brought in top transfers, top recruits, rappers, um, superstars. Everybody in between is interested in Colorado, which is something that whether you've been a Colorado fan for since January or December, whenever Coach Prime took the job, or whether you've been a Colorado fan your entire life, there's no way you could look me in the face and say that there's been 
as much hype around the program as there is right now because I'd call you foolish. I would call you foolish right to your face. I don't care. Um, but yeah, today is Big Ten Media Day or yeah, Big Ten Media Day is going on. So Mel Tucker was asked about his former his former employer and who is replaced one of his replacements, I guess, the heir to his replacement. They were asked how Coach Prime has done. Um, he said, Prime has done a great job so far. I'm pulling for him in the bus to get that thing going again. He's got his own process that he's following, and obviously I think that's going to be wildly successful there. Now, obviously, let me – I'll finish reading. The portal has been a benefit for us. You know, we've used to help upgrade our roster. We could fill some needs immediately. You know, some of the downside is that we all know there's hundreds, if not thousands, of players that have entered the portal that haven't found a home, and that's disturbing. But for us, the portal is here, and we're going to use it to our benefit. Um, he's 18 and 14 at Michigan State going into year four. Um, kind of needs to have a little bit of a prove-it type of season. Um, but the interesting thing to me, um, we saw Lincoln Riley uh, at Pac-12 Media Day come forward and be like, yeah, it's a great thing. Um, same thing with Mel Tucker. Um, these are both guys that are advocates of the portal. They're both guys that have reaped the rewards of the portal. Um, but we've also seen Mel Tucker's teams not do so well after bringing in some portal additions that didn't pan out. Um, but I do think the support is important. Um, normally, I don't care what coaches say about other coaches because at the end of the day, it really means absolutely nothing. Unless they play each other, then it's a little added uh, motivation. But none of these none of these programs are scheduled to play each other Um well, USC and Colorado play, but it doesn't really matter. Um, this will be the last year they play. Um, like I was talking Pitt, UConn, um, who else? Oklahoma. They're not going to play Colorado. Nebraska plays Colorado, so that's going to be settled on the field. There's going to be some beefs. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like it's, there's going to be some animosity. There's going to be a little bit of, oh, I told you so type of vibes, and that's, that's expected. But coaches like Mel Tucker coming forward and being like, yeah, it's a good thing. One, he's advocating for another African-American coach. In college football, which I think is important. Um, I think a lot of people um, have kind of got on Coach Prime um, for doing things differently. And so to have someone who's done it, not at the same level, um, obviously Mel Tucker didn't bring in 70 transfers, 50 transfers, who's done it in some aspect, had success, and then has also so seen the struggles. I think it's important to know that he still supports it. because obviously, And he still supports Colorado, which Colorado fans probably don't care about that aspect. But I think it's cool to see. Um, Lincoln Riley, same thing. He saw team needs use the portal found success using the portal and so i think it's all positives obviously neither of them brought in 50 transfers like coach prime did but coach prime also inherited a much worse situation than either of those two programs obviously they were both down um because normally when a when a head coaching job is up for grabs it's not because the coach was doing such a good job unless he left for a better job but most times when a head coaching job is up for grabs it's because the coach before was struggling um so to find two coaches that have used the portal in some aspect, found success with it, and support what Coach Prime's doing, I think it's interesting. I think it shows that younger coaches are more open to it, while old school, older coaches, not so much. Um, which I'm pretty sure if we looked at the ages of all these coaches outside of Matt Rule, who I think he looks older than he is, um, no slight to him, he just has a lot of gray. He's a gray fox or whatever they call it, silver fox. Um but Jim Mora, older. Uh, Pat Narduzzi, he's old. Um, Brent Venables, I don't think he's old, but he's he looks old to me. I don't know. I, I like to feel young, so I like to call everybody everybody that's older than me is old. So you know, I think Brent Venables is on the older side, but he's definitely got the older mindset. And 
he comes from uh, Clemson who does not use the transfer portal at all. So um, a lot of, a lot of these mind people that have been kind of calling out coach prime, they're either of older, they're of, of a different era or they're just of a different mindset. And so I thought it was interesting that uh, Mel Tucker was spoke so highly of coach prime. Cause at the end of the day, I guess he doesn't really have to, but um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. What you guys comment below, what you think of Mel Tucker's comments? Cause I know you guys have, a lot more strong feelings about Mel Tucker than I do. Um, but yeah, just let me know what you think. This episode today on this lovely Wednesday is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire could feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps find the right piece, the right people for your team faster and for free. Um, me personally, uh, I was hired off of LinkedIn multiple times um, my first job out of college was through LinkedIn. Um, was able to connect with the hiring manager. Was able to see what they wanted, and then was able to kind of uh, parlay that into getting the job at the Pac-12 Network. Um, please, please make sure to use LinkedIn and get the perfect candidate. Um, then, so in order to do so, add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. To spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to hire. Um, it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in de delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. I was i saw your guys hype about it so i wanted to discuss um we recently learned as in yesterday uh who who will be wearing what number um colorado's kind of it was one of the bigger surprises i think of the coach prime era so far um i don't know if he did at jackson state but i'm sure he did because he's a very um consistent guy he makes every player earn their number so heading into which I liked it. I liked it, but at the same time, during the spring game, it was kind of confusing because they all had numbers. Um, obviously, I didn't expect them to not have numbers because then it'd just be really confusing. But it was like, did they get that number? Did they earn it? Did they have to earn it again? I don't know. Either way, we finally learned some new numbers. Um, so before this, um, the conclusion of spring, only ten players had earned that number, um, which it was Jimmy Horn. Um, he had at number five, Cameron, Summer Craig, number seven, um, Travis Hunter, 12. Uh, let me just go, let me run you through the number. I guess I'll just go through all these guys. So Caleb Math Mathis had 13, Levante Bentley had 20, Marvin Ham, a linebacker at 25, safety Trevor Woods at 43, Jordan Dominic, an edge, 44, um, Louis uh, Passarello, 89, um, 99 was Shane Copes, who's kind of stepped up as a leader. Um, and so, yeah, they have a lot of good. A lot of good numbers to wear there. Um, let's kind of dive into who we've seen. Um, so this is what it says. The most of the 2023 buffs that have been during, there during the summer strength and conditioning workouts in recent weeks have earned their numbers. Um, and we get to learn a little bit about who is viewed as the top dogs. Because I don't know if you guys remember, but Coach Prime made it very clear that he's not going to have, I won't say like bench runners, but he's not going to have like random people who likely aren't going to contribute to winning games wearing premier numbers. He said back in his day, the best guys were the best numbers and that's how it's going to be here. Um, so let's dive it, dive in, talk about some of the numbers that we've seen dished out so far. 
Number one, Cormani McLean, five-star freshman corner. Um, obviously, he's still getting used to that Colorado aptitude. Um, saw a video of him throwing up seven times <laughs> during one workout, which I thought was uh, pretty crazy because, I, I mean, the altitude's no joke. Um, I'm going to compare it to Lake Tahoe because that's where I frequently go to in December. Altitude up there, quite intense. Um, I went to Boulder. Um, I will say the altitude was a little – you, like, walk around the – I was walking around the stadium just exploring. I'd walk up some stairs, and I'd be like, okay. And i walk up another flight of stairs, and I'd be like – little breathing, a little heavy. Um, so I can't imagine what doing intense workouts will do to you. Uh, number two, we already knew was Shadur. Uh, well, we didn't know, but we had a, a feeling. Number three is freshman running back Dylan Edwards, the speedster. Um, also number three, because if you can have duplicate numbers as long as they're not on the field together. And Marion Cooper, the defensive back transfer out of Florida State. Number four, Javon Antonio, the Northwestern State wide receiver, uh, kind of looks like Calvin Johnson in a way. He's really big, um, really strong. He's been making – Great catches, being super physical. Um, safety Travis Day, Travis J, excuse me, will be also wearing number four. Um, Tavares Dawson, Auburn transfer number six. Uh, Kavosi Smoke, the running back, Kentucky transfer, um, wear number eight. Um, edge rusher Derek McClendon, um, the second, is going to be wearing number nine. Florida State transfer. Uh, USF wide receiver transfer Xavier Weaver will be wearing number 10. Um, quarterbacks, we got a little quarterback action here. Cason uh, Wiseman will be wearing number 15, and Ryan Staub will be wearing number 16. Um, freshman, number wide receiver, four-star, Adam Hopkins, guy I think very highly of, number 18. Uh, another Sanders, uh, Shiloh, will be wearing his father's number, 21, um, playing safety. Alton McCaskill, Houston transfer, running back, number 22. Number 23 is corner Carter Stoudemire. Uh, number 20, 28 is Ben Finneseth. I'm hoping I say that right. 29 is Southern Utah transfer, Safety Roderick Ward, um, very high on him. I think he can make a huge impact. Number 30 is Braden Keith. Um, safety number 31 is uh, Jaden Miller Jones. Um, 32 is linebacker Kobe Taylor Barrox. Uh, 36 Jackson State transfer running back uh, Savion Wilkerson. Um, yeah, there's a few more, so I'm just going to finish them out here. I know there's a lot of numbers, probably, and I'll discuss the ones that stood out to me after. Uh, Savion Wilkinson, 36. Linebacker Morgan Pearson, 37. Tajay McCoy, 40. Um, the edge rusher. Charlie Offerdahl, number 44. Um, running back. Uh, I think he's going to be on scholarship eventually. I think I think his time's going to come. 52. Old Dominion transfer. Chaz Wall, defensive lineman. 53. Arden Walker, edge. 55. What a name here. Victory Johnson. Just victorious, you know. Um, offensive lineman David Connor, Reggie Young, and Landon Beebe. Um, David's 57, Reggie 70, Landon's 53, Titan, Caleb Faria, Furia, 88, um, Tennessee transfer, Mario McNeil, 88, uh, Chance Main, defense lineman, 90. And then the last one for the, for the segment is, um, excuse me, Bishop Thomas, Florida State transfer, number 95. So a lot of, a lot of new numbers. Um, ones that stood out the most to me, obviously Cormani McLean. I think getting number one, I don't know if that was, he was promised a number or not, but I think he kind of – I think they want him to be happy, and I think even though he's only been there for a little bit, uh, they're expecting him to have a huge, huge impact, um, even as a freshman. Um, another one that stood out, Javon Antonio. Uh, I think his summer workouts kind of were helping him um, – they're helping him carve out a role for himself. Obviously, position battles aren't determined in summer, but they are started. Um, another one, let's see. 
I think it's really cool that Shiloh continues to wear 21 to honor. I don't know if it's to honor his father, but I imagine it's to do so. Um, Roderick Ward at 29, like that number. Um, Bishop Thomas, 95, that just fits him so well. Um, no zeros, um, which surprised me, but I'm guessing Coach Prime's not a fan of number zero. Um, I'm pretty sure I remember him saying something like he doesn't, why would you want to be number zero? So no zeros there. Um, now that we finally know most of everybody's numbers, it's very exciting. Go buy your jerseys. <laughs> um, very exciting for the Bus fans to know who to root for. Or, well, I know they, you guys know who to root for. But now you know what number they're going to be wearing. Um, it's a very exciting uh, process for these young men to get their numbers, especially since they earned it, unlike other programs where you kind of just are given the number. Um, by the way, before we move on, I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Bus your first listen every day. My everydayers, make sure to comment below so that way we can do a mailbag question on Friday. I need mailbag questions, guys. I need like five. I want to do five of them. So I need them from multiple people. Anybody could be about any Pac-12 topic. Um, anything, any, anybody, any question, anything you want, I'll answer. Um, so yeah, before we move on, uh, I want you guys to know, we're going to be talking about Charles Lester. He's on campus, uh, surprise visit. Maybe it helps out Colorado. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. We'll talk about that when we come back. Welcome back. We're talking about Charles Lester, the third, the five-star corner out of Venice, um, Florida. He is currently let me let me make sure because Steve Wiltfong was updating crystal balls yesterday. I noticed when on a, a Stanford recruit um he took his crystal ball out, um, which means it's probably going in favor of someone else. Um let's see if Charles Lester is still viewed as a still has the five predictions that have him slated to go to Florida State. Um, but as Josh Newberg from on three was kind of reporting, kind of memeing, kind of tweeting at. Um, Charles was, um, or is, on campus for a, a surprise visit for uh, Colorado. Um, interesting to note, there was he was live on campus, and there was a comment where it said that he's not a knoll. I don't know if that's meaning like he's not a knoll yet, or maybe he's flipping to Colorado. But the fact that Colorado is able to get him on campus is huge. Um, the fact that Coach Prime maybe gets another crack at him, maybe, I think and this is me just being honest, if, if I were a, a top recruit, top corner, if, Co- if Coach Dion Sanders, Coach Dion Prime Sanders, was the last person I spoke to before I committed, and he was telling me everything that he knows, obviously all the success he's had at the at the position that I'm playing, and I that's the last person I hear from before I make my decision, that'd be a really tough decision for me to, that'd be a really tough pitch to turn down. I'm not going to lie to you. I would think I would have to be like, you know what? That makes sense. You know, like I just, I just can't, I just can't turn that down. And so if you're Colorado, you really have to like that he got on campus, even if they don't get him this time. I've talked about it and I'll say it every time until National Signing Day, until Charles Lester puts pen to paper, signing his letter of intent to say it's Florida State because they look like they're the favorite right now. Until that pen is put to paper, I'm not counting out Coach Prime in Colorado. You just can't. We've seen it with Travis Hunter. We've seen it with Cormani McLean. We've seen it with Dylan Edwards. We've seen it with so many guys that if there's enough time for Coach Prime to get in there and kind of uh, get in their ear and be like, hey, you need to come over to Colorado. We got we got a spot for you. We got a role for you. Um, I think that's hard to turn down. And so it'll be interesting to see um, what Charles Lester ends up doing. He's supposed to commit on July, I think it's the 28th. Yeah, which is this Saturday. Um He's choosing between Colorado, Florida State, Alabama, all the all the powers. Um, realistically, 
Um, he's a freak athlete, played quarterback, receiver, corner, um, can do a little bit of everything. Uh, maybe Colorado pitches to him that they'll get him some snaps at receiver, and maybe that's what helps seal the deal for them. I guess we'll find out. Um, but either way, if you guys want to find out and keep keeping up with the top and most interesting Colorado topics, make sure to subscribe to Locked on Buffs. Want to get to 3,000 with by the start of the season. 10,000 was the goal. Very lofty goal by my my uh, uh, on my account. But, hey, had to test you guys. I've got to got to get some some more cred. I see. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's get to three thousand by the start of the season. We're pretty close already. Um, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I love all of your comments and feedback. Um, make sure to drop your questions below so that way we can talk, um, do some mailbag things. But yeah, I will have you guys updated on every single thing that you need to know about your Colorado Buffaloes. So I appreciate you guys. I'm Kevin Borba. Have a great Wednesday.